In this week's episode, I talk all about how I manage my lifestyle around my very restricted diet. Welcome to Allergy Proof, the podcast dedicated to helping hardworking women with health issues get through life. Hey, I'm your host, Ashley Templer, and I have more allergies and intolerances than you can count on one hand. I'm that person that BYO snacks to parties, but I'm also that person who spent thousands of dollars trying to get to the bottom of my symptoms, and I got there. From running my own social media agency, Pep Creative, and skincare brand yours only, I know a thing or two about navigating a very busy schedule with ongoing health issues. Join me as I give you my tips, interview your fave biz women and health specialists to help you solve and manage your autoimmune conditions and allergies. If you want to hear more about my story, head to yoursonly.co forward slash about, where you can also pick up some very allergy-friendly products. Hello from sunny Melbourne. I hope you're all having a fabulous day. I don't even know how to start this podcast. It's kind of a bit of a soft spot and gets me real good sometimes. And it it wouldn't get other people as much as it gets me, but it really does get me. So I will start off by just saying what I've been doing the last few weeks. This week I've been interviewing a lot of amazing people who have been through, you know, eating disorders, uh, cystic acne, PCOS, just going through a lot of things, but still live their normal life. And I guess it kind of ties into my story and people just assuming that, you know, I have these two businesses and can get all this stuff done. And even though I've got all these allergies, I still get through it. But at the end of the day, I still have been feeling so shit. Like my stomach has been so sore. I get really bad bloating. I feel sick every time I eat. I always feel very nauseous and I can't even stomach one glass of alcohol. So I don't know whether you have seen, but on both yours only and my personal Instagram, I recently announced that I was diagnosed with SIBO, which is a tough one to diagnose, but I ended up doing it through a naturopath with a breath test. So basically SIBO stands for small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, where it's a condition where basically the bacteria from your gut or your large intestine crawls up into your small intestine, which is directly under your esophagus. So every time I drank alcohol, I felt really sick or ate a lot of carbs, but specific types of carbs, which I eat a lot of because my diet is quite restricted. The bacteria would basically feed directly off that and make me just feel really crap. So this naturopath has put me on a diet called the biphasic diet, which is to kill the bacteria. And it is only short term, but essentially what you do is you have that between like two and six weeks, and then you reintroduce certain foods into your diet. And if you know me or you've listened to previous podcasts, you will know that about two or three years ago, I went on a low food chemical diet and it really shook up my entire life. So before that, I was eating out all the time. I was drinking. I was really social. I was obviously feeling quite crap, but I've always kind of felt not great. But when I was diagnosed with the food chemical sensitivity, it was a really, really tough process of me re- removing these foods from my diet because I had to go through a bit of like what I call a detox phase and then trying to reintroduce foods to test to see how I reacted. And I reacted to all of them. So it was really tough over the space of three months. And so when that happened, I really felt like I lost a sense of myself because I just am known for being that person that works a lot, goes out with friends, does lots of different things. And then I just kind of couldn't. 
And I'm not here for the sympathy at all, but I just kind of want to explain that it can get quite tough and it's, you know, it affects people in different ways. And for me, it really affected me on like a social level. So I still cry about it every now and again, but with this diagnosis of SIBO, I'm really hoping that it is the main thing that I can treat. And also SIBO isn't like the be all and end all diagnosis. There was something that caused that most likely me working a lot, maybe some other Uh, things that I have going on in my body, but I'm hoping that I can reverse some of these symptoms so I can go out more and socialize more again. But I still have this level of food anxiety about being out and the stress of knowing if I should have another drink or whether, you know, the food that I'm being served does have something in it that I can't have. And then I have a reaction. So to talk about my life right now, um, I thought this podcast would be very fitting because I was speaking to my friend Elise and about what I should talk about. And she's like, well, you are talking a lot to me about, you know, being on this diet and how it's really affecting you. So maybe it's something you should talk about. So the current biphasic diet basically goes for between like two and four weeks. And I'm currently just eating, this is rough, but quinoa, chicken, carrots, chives, potatoes, bok choy, Brussels sprouts, and filtered water. And that's it. So I can't drink at all and I am taking a few different supplements where I'm trying to introduce a few salicylate foods, which is good. But essentially, once I feel better, that's when I will start reintroducing more food. I thought what I would talk about is how to talk to your friends, how to manage it and how to, you know, reduce that level of anxiety when it comes to socializing with any sort of intolerance or any kind of restriction with your diet. My first one, if you're not comfortable talking about it all the time, let your friends know. So when it comes to big catch-ups, I actually usually let like one friend know or a couple of friends know that like I don't really want to talk about it because the number one thing that comes up is, oh my God, what can't you eat? Oh my God, that must suck. And that must suck is probably the number one thing that gets said to me and I can't stand it. Or people just making a fuss being like, oh my God, I'm gluten-free too. It's like, I get that you're gluten-free and that would be really hard for you. But for me, it's a bit more than just gluten and people stressing over my meals. And for me, I just prefer to deal with it myself, bring my own food and not make a fuss because it just brings this level of stress that's just not needed. Number two, just don't go. If you feel that, you know, people are going to be getting drunk around you and you aren't drinking and you just can't be bothered, it is okay to say no. You don't have to go to every single thing that all your friends are going to. And although they may think, oh, she doesn't come to everything anymore, are you going to there to please them or to have a good time? And I think if you say to please them, then you kind of already know your answer. And I love my friends, don't get me wrong, but sometimes I could just catch up with them over, you know, a coffee or a walk or we'll catch up over messages and I'll just see them next time when there's a catch up. Number three, send a message beforehand as a heads up. So I normally say if there's something happening and I know that I'm not going to be drinking, I would just be like, hey, guys, just letting you know I'm eating before. Don't worry about me. And I'm just skipping the alcohol tonight because it saves the awkwardness, especially if they're a bit tipsy and they're like, I'll get you a drink. And you're like, no, nah, I'm OK. And then they're like, no, 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 I'll get you one. And you're like, no, 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 I'm OK. And then they're like, why? And then you know what happens next. It's just quite frustrating. And then you can't be bothered and then it's loud. And then you've got to repeat yourself. And then you say you're not drinking. And then they ask why. And then they give you sympathy. And then. If you had have just sent them the message at the start, just being like, just letting you know, normally they're just like, okay, cool. Thanks for letting me know. Number four, this is a big one. Educate your friends. So it took me quite a long time for me to educate quite a few people in my life. So some people would just be like, have one more drink or just have one drink. 
But for me, one drink made me feel so sick that it wasn't even worth it. And, you know, those people might be getting a hangover the next day, but my hangover wipes me out for an entire week. Um, And it can also make my symptoms worse long-term. So I guess education is key, but you don't have to do it in like a sassy way. You could just be like, oh, I got diagnosed with this or I'm on this specific diet and this is the protocol and this is the reason why I'm doing it. My naturopath said if I do it strict for this amount of time, I will feel like this. So then they know, oh, okay, so it's a plan and it's like a long-term gain rather than just being like, I've cut out this because then people are like, oh, just try it one more time. It's fine. Number five, seek help and talk about it. So if it's really affecting you, I definitely think it's worth seeing a psychologist because they will be able to pinpoint your soft spots and justify why it's really affecting you. And then what they can do is they can personalize your approach to dealing with it. So if you're a bit of a sass pot, they might be able to give you ways to respond in a way that's a bit more calming. Or if you're the kind of person that just takes it and then, you know, internalizes it and gets really stressed and goes home and cries, they might be able to give you tactics to be able to reach out and, you know, say it to your friends, but in a really calm way. So these are my main tips. I'm just going to give them a quick recap. If you're not comfortable talking about it all the time, let someone know so then they can let everybody else know. Two, just don't go. Three, send a message before as a heads up. Four, educate your friends. Or five, seek help and talk about it. If you know anybody else that is also going through this, please, please, please send this episode their way to make them feel like they're not alone or even DM me or get them to DM me because I'm always here to chat. Thanks for listening to this episode of Allergy Proof. If you know someone who would benefit from listening to this podcast, please send this episode their way. I'm here to help women thrive in life with all of their health issues because I am living proof. Make sure you hit the subscribe button in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts so you can listen to our latest apps, which go live weekly. This is a totally independent podcast, so I really do rely on subscribes, reviews, and word of mouth to spread the word. You can also find some more helpful tips on Instagram at yoursonlyco and more from me, your host, at Ashley Templar, spelled A-S-H-L-I. Catch you next time.